I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Jose Mourinho's joined Spurs. Jose Mourinho's joined Spurs. Jose Mourinho's joined Spurs. <laughs> Hi, gang. Marcus, Luke, Jimmy and Peter in your ears. Peter, you're smiling away. I was just thinking about what Jules Breach said on Twitter last night. She said, um, right, he's going to come out of the jungle and go, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. going on? You think he's gone out, he'll think he's come out of I'm a Celebrity and gone straight into the Truman Show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd yeah. watch that. And what's more, Ian? You're now manager of Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 indeed. well, 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 well. Ladies and gentlemen, not that long ago, uh, we were joking with old Jimmy Campbell here that Jose Mourinho's being linked to the Arsenal job. And yeah. it filled Jim um, with a sense of exhaustion and dread. Mm. Yes. And now he's joined uh, Tottenham Hotspur, their rivals, because Maurizio Pochettino mm. was kicked out of the club. That's for not winning yeah. a trophy, Poch. And now Jim's dread is just from your general life, not from Maria. <laughs> no, no, it's still there. Okay, it's, still, yeah. it's still tedium and dread. It's yeah. just on the other side of, of the North London. Can, nah, you still got a little bit of a chance. Can, End of season, he might already be <laughs> slung his hook. Can I follow up with something Jim has said in the past, and it's something that very much applies to this current situation, mm. that sometimes things happen in football and you see them in the shirt or carrying things or appearing at a certain yeah. place and it just looks weird. Yes, yes. This is one of those. Oh, isn't mm. it? Just, yeah, with the... the, the 
I mean, he's got a cock on his chest, which is, I suppose, appropriate now. Yeah. But um, it still looks really, really strange to see the JM on his on his, on his kit and, and just even him with those players. They they look a bit bewildered by it as well from the pictures. But uh, it, this, it could go so many ways, this, couldn't it? Because you would think with Mourinho's track record, he will win Spurs a trophy. And that is, that is you know, that's I've, I feel strongly the best day you have as, as a, of a football fan when your team mm. wins something. It's brilliant. And Spurs are overdue that. Um but also, it seems very at odds with the general sort of long-term planning that Spurs pride themselves on. Because unless they think they can change him, and they wouldn't be the first, <laughs> would they? Let's be honest. We know how this tends to go. But I think Mourinho lives in London. He loves London. He loves to be loved. And I think he, yeah, he would probably be able to engender that from the, from the fan base. Because, you know, people talk about him playing sort of rubbish football. Well, that's not always true, is it? I think that's an mm. oversimplification of Mourinho. Sometimes it can be very sort of defensive and very pragmatic. But generally, when he takes over a club, he revitalizes them. He gets the, gets the players' confidence up because he's a good man manager when he wants to be. And they start playing well. They sort of, do you remember under Chelsea with eke out a 4 0? All yes. the time, yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing, but he's sort of managed Two, to do 2005. it. 2005, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he won the league with them, yeah. In his second, he did. He did. We do, I think we need to row right back to the beginning, though, and and and, and there's plenty of to chat about Mourinho. But I feel like Marcus, I don't know about you and Pete, but, <laughs> but we need to start with the fact that Pochettino's left the club yes. because I mean his his role at Spurs has been amazing. I don't mm. think it's an exaggeration to say that it's been revolutionary. I mean, you, all you've got to do is consider the following two things. I think one is that he's the longest serving coach there since I think the mid-70s. And two, if you look through that list of Tottenham managers, the person he took over from was Tim Sherwood. Mm. Yeah. Now, how ridiculous <laughs> it is to have any kind of manager even associated with Spurs now like that, even though Harry Redknapp did say on the radio this morning that he, he, he texts Daniel Daniel Levy, is that earlier. right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't it's know for shame. what. Re- I don't know for what yeah. reason. What, what did it, yeah. in the text just say till the end of the season? Yeah, question mark. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got a load of car radios. Do you want one? Yeah. But but the Pochettino situation is a really, I think, a, a multi-layered thing. And of course, these days in football, everyone's got an opinion on it. All the, all the commentary have said their thing already. Well, it's time um, for us to say our thing. Yeah, it is. And it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a curious thing because the job he did there was amazing. It was amazing. And I have to start by saying I think the statement that Spurs released was quite poorly worded in two particular occasions. The one saying relieved of his duties and I think the first sentence but I think was hugely disrespectful. I think yeah. he could have at least gone a mutual consent mm. route with that. And the second one was domestic form extending into last season as well. And it's like, well, mm. got a Champions League final. So, yeah. I mean, you know, what, do you, what more do you want? They delivered Champions League football again. Mm. But on the flip side to that, clearly something was wrong. I don't know that if you want to consider yourself to be a hugely top club and you think that this stadium has delivered you that and now you want to kick on, I don't know if any other top club would have accepted the form that Pochettino has presided over for the last however many months and that's probably a factor. Yeah. Um, uh, but ultimately, it's one of those things where it's come to an end, probably at the right time, mm-hmm. um, but what he did for the club should never be forgotten. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. When you say it came to the end at the right time, I, I understand that, but I, I still feel... You think he could have turned it around? Well, I, th- I think that... I don't think this is just Pochettino's fault. I think you have to look at everyone. I don't I think mean, it's Pochettino's fault at all. Well, really, I mean, really, as um, as he always does, you know, our our, our friend and, and rambler in arms, Jonathan Wilson, wrote an excellent piece and spoke about Pochettino's methods um, mm. influenced by Bielsa, not the archetypal Bielsa disciple, as Jonathan no. will often refer to some people as, but yeah. but he played under um, Bielsa at Newell's in Argentina. And Pochettino's methods, as Jonathan says, are, are exhausting, yeah. um, which is why he would often switch over the fullbacks, famously, of course, uh, in, in previous seasons. And sometimes players, they, they just get exhausted. And cycles of teams um, 
come to an end. We 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 felt, didn't we? As yeah. a lot of people did, the Champions League was perhaps the peak of that yeah. side. Mm, yeah. Uh, I, I, but but um, but but Jonathan was saying that this this the damage was done really probably two. Well, I don't want to misquote him now, but uh, was it two seasons ago or two? Summer transfer windows ago, um, yeah. when when Levy didn't didn't back Pochettino and uh, and they didn't recycle the squad a bit. Mm. You know, Ferguson at Manchester United is the the great example of yeah. how he would have teams and he would break them up before they got maybe uh, sick of his methods or, or used to it, <clears> and then and then rejuvenate whilst keeping a core of players. Ferguson was the master mm. at that, as he as he showed, and and in his career is testament to that. He also Jonathan also said in that same article, I forget which player he was talking about, but there was a sort of culture at Spurs in training of don't look at the boss because apparently things had got quite sort of fraught. Well, that was towards the end though. That yeah, was but when still. When it when it gets to that point though, but I mean, there's clear there's been there's clear there's, back, there's, there's clear there's been a bottleneck yeah. at some point in the club's sort of hierarchy about bringing players mm-hmm. in. Now, of course, they were given a, he was given a couple of players that he was after um, in the more recent transfer mm-hmm. window, and they've been injured and stuff. yeah, and I don't, but I don't think that was anywhere near enough anyway. No, um, but, but yeah, it, but, but that to me, sorry to, to finish my point, is that, sorry, that yeah. that's the reason why this has happened. It's happened. I, I agree totally with Jonathan that it didn't happen just because on this season's form, mm. it's because they didn't take the measures that perhaps Pochettino is really pushing for, and it's come back. You know, you reap what you sow, and if you want to be a top club and you want to stay there, you're going to have to do this. Yes, and and yeah. Pochettino was the master at, at, at producing a side, bringing youth players through, buying players on a, on a shoestring budget, which is of course what Levy and Spurs like because of the stadium and other reasons. And what Jose likes too. But <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing you said that you said they're top club, and that that phrase has come up a few times in this conversation already. And I think it's really key. And the reason it's really key is because Daniel Levy has spent the last however many years trying to turn Spurs mm-hmm. into a club that could hire someone like Jose yeah, Mourinho. Absolutely. And now they've done it. But the problem is... They've met in the middle, is, haven't they? Yeah. Jose Mourinho's kind of... Well, lowered his expectation. Lost, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. No, I, I think it's really fascinating because some of the facts that have been, have been bandied around around Mourinho, if we want to move on to that, the two that really stick in my mind are he's getting paid 80 grand a week more than the highest paid players' basic salary. <laughs> yeah. right? and, two, and the fact that we know that as well uh, two, shows how publicly that is out there. He spent more, At one point, he spent more money in a 12-week period at Man United than Pochettino spent in five and a half years. Yeah, well, wow. So what does that tell you? It tells you that one thing or the other has got to give. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we either believe Mourinho that he's changed and that he's so happy to be there and that he, he's really encouraged by the squad uh-huh. they've got and the players available in the academy he wants to bring through. What's the second one we can believe? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Which even, it was a difficult, to get to the end of that statement <laughs> without giggling yeah, yeah. without cancelling the whole thing <laughs> or Levy is now going to have to do what he's he's been reluctant to do in the past and walk the walk instead of just talking the talk yeah. and but it's going to be absolutely it's going to be yeah. the spiciest meatball of the season <laughs> yeah. so fucking tuck but in Jose, that's but, what I but Jose has proved himself by having like two terrible transfer windows at Manchester United and bringing in players that just did not perform I think two is very generous yeah. <laughs> Incredibly so. I think there's an Can't wait to see Matic there. Yeah. That's what I'm well, saying. The is, I think there's an Ed Woodward factor at Man United. And, and, yeah, you know, they're a badly run club. Yeah, quite. So I think Spurs are a, a much better run in that regard. So that, that transfer window is going to be interesting to see how much well, they've the, got. Well, the last day of the transfer window, which yeah. is where but they, they either do guys, all of their business on the first day or the last day. They don't guys, do anything in the middle. Another thing that makes the meatball even spicier, yeah. right? If we get to January mm-hmm. or even the summer yeah. and Levy shells out 200 million on a lot of players for oh. Mourinho, what are the fans going to say? They're going to say, well, hang on a minute, we yeah. loved Poch, yeah. he was brilliant for yeah. us, he was one of us, and you didn't give him the money, yep. so why are you not giving it, it to Mourinho now? Yeah, and I've, then I've, the only thing Levy can say in turn is, well, I gave Poch the money, 
money, but he didn't want to spend it, yeah. which is sort of some of the things you're hearing coming out in rumours that Pochettino started to believe his own hype a bit. He didn't want to stick his neck out and put his name to a big money signings mm-hmm. in case it went wrong. I don't know if that's true, mm-hmm. but they're the rumours. So it's just the spiciest meatball. Well, I keep I, coming back to the same I, phrase. I, There's so much there to enjoy. I have a theory on how this could get spicier because obviously we've all been sort of mulling this <sighs> let me Let me just relax. Give us yeah. yeah. the Corville yeah. scale. Yeah. 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 Scoville right. scale. So Sergio Aguero is what? 31? Is he? So he's coming to probably to the end of his uh, of his of his peak years. Um, yeah, so hopefully not, but for better way forward score reasons. We'll yeah. come back in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it'll be this weekend that he yeah, comes to yeah. the end of his. But um, potentially Man City will want to keep an eye on that. Maybe they'll want to replace him. Harry Kane would be the obvious choice in a sense. Harry Kane will want to go on and win trophies. He's very likely to do that at Man City. Possible at Spurs, less likely. Mourinho will want to raise funds to splurge it on loads of players. Can he sell the, Harry Kane? This is turning into this is turning <laughs> into an, Ar- an Arsenal fans masturbatory. Yeah, that, that would yes, that would is. not be a vote winner. Let's say <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't. But does Mourinho care about that? <laughs> yeah. But what, what do you think? Because one thing that is quite interesting, just to take it on another dimension, is that um, and Andy and Lars talked about it quite articulately yesterday um, on on the continent about the staff that Mourinho's brought in. Mm. Which, if you're interested in kind of, you know backroom star from Liga yeah. which those guys are, yeah. it's quite interesting the couple of people he's brought in, mm. and Andy's been very positive about it. What do you guys think about where Poch is going to go? I th- well, and uh, was it Barney Rona who who wrote at the end of his piece? Um, Barney Rona, <laughs> <laughs> like that. It, you sounded a bit like um, what's his name from Only Fools and Horses? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Tri- uh, Boise. 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 yeah, Boise. Barney I have been accused Rone. of that before. Have you, <laughs> <laughs> Barney Rona? Yeah. Come on, Barney Rona. What did he say? Barney Rona. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Who cares? Um, I preferred my way to be. Yeah, I do too. Um, he, he, I think it was uh, old, old. BR, who said uh, he ended his piece by something, something saying along the lines of, I'm more concerned about Spurs' future than Pochettino's. In oh, other words, sure. the, the, the future mm. for Spurs is is more clouded, whereas Pochettino... That, I'll yeah, tell you something, right. him, him leaving that job there, whatever you may think, um, like I say, I, I, if I was a Spurs fan, I'd still be gutted. And I think that they've... I think Levy and co... For my money, where I'm sitting right now, my thoughts on it. Yes, Luke, you're right. It could come out that maybe Pochettino believed his hype and blah, 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 blah. You don't know what goes on behind closed doors and there'll be a lot of different uh, versions of what's gone on. Uh, But for my money, I think that had they have managed that a little bit better, Pochettino could have been there for another three or four years. Uh, Long stints that we've seen with Ferguson and Wenger seem to be a thing of of the past. Um, But he could have been there for a lot longer. I think it's gutting. But... Sorry, Peter. Well, did you think that if he hadn't, because they kind of stumbled through the the, the, the final matches of, of the Champions League in an, a spectacular, uh, mm. memorable fashion? But if it if they hadn't got out of the group stage, for example, or mm. they just won one match outside of the group stage, would he not already have? Uh, already but been it's very difficult to say that because I mean, you know, you can you can say Rafa Benitez is Liverpool only just got out of the group stage, but they went on to win the competition. Mm, so yeah. football it's sliding is full, doors, isn't it? Football mm. are full of these moments. I, I, I know the reason I the reason I depart from you on that, Marcus, is just purely because I think it shouldn't be and you have a different interpretation of me and that's obviously cool but I, I feel like you can't gloss over how bad they've been no but, but I, I, but I, I, agree I don't Jonathan. think it's hard for them to, uh, the, yeah, the damage hard. was I done I mean the, the thing is because they are, they are 11 points off fourth now so mm. even even from this point, even in November, it's going yeah. to be tough to finish in the top well, four, making up that gap. Yeah, I mean, so, something something that we mentioned a couple of weeks ago is that it's sort of reminiscent of Klopp at Dortmund. You know, sometimes that mm. do you recycle the side or the manager? And Andy yeah. said that yesterday. He just right. said the only difference is that Dortmund, um, 
the, the thing with Dortmund was, was longer, yeah. essentially. Well, okay, so so he's gone. I mean, with, with regards to Pochettino, there will be the elite clubs around the continent. Yeah. If Ed Woodward is in a car well, <coughs> to wherever Pochettino is right now, yeah, ignore he's, he's, he's out but of his mind. The, but that's the thing. He's with, probably stuck in his garage. But that's the kind you of weird thing. <laughs> that's the weird sort of situation for Spurs because some people will take more um, kind of what you're saying, Luke, and think, do you know what? It was great while it lasted, but it was just done. These unfortunately, these things happen. But the reaction of the top clubs going, "Thank you very much, Spurs. Yeah. That's great." You kind of think, mm, "What's the situation?" I mean, look, Manchester United yeah. for crying out loud. There's talk of Bayern. Well, I mean, Madrid if, if, well, well, if Zidane wasn't at Madrid, I think Zidane. Well, the, the talk. I mean, I mean, maybe in the summer. You look at some of the European papers and read between the lines for you know for the job we're we doing stuff. The, the clubs that have gone high alert when this has happened, mm. and you mentioned a couple of them there, I'll just add to the list. Real Madrid is one of them. Yep. PSG is another one. Yeah. If mm. PSG, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich and Man United Even are all Barcelona, high alert. Barcelona, now I know he played for Espanol, but he does have yeah. a house in Barcelona. I mean, well, he, he, he checks for space times, money, isn't it? He could yeah. make so much money out of yeah. the Well, Martin Keown was saying Arsenal. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> God, that would be something, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> I think that would be a little bit of a shock. As an Arsenal fan, would you take him? No, because he doesn't. Because he, he puts no value in winning trophies. Jim, I sometimes so, think that when Martin Keown um, feels like it's part of his job to say something but he hasn't actually got anything to say he just says anything <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and that's to, how I would how I would categorise that I think it would be amazing but, but, oh, that would make the meatball beyond spicy it, it would be, be absurd then wouldn't it yeah. so sort of, it'd be one of those like eating competition Look, me- meatballs <laughs> at that point is not going to go I'll tell you I'll put my reputation what little's left on it now don't look at me like that Pete <laughs> Uh, no, I just see Martin Keon's. Yeah, yeah, is that he's not going to go Barcelona? He's not going to go Arsenal. No, I, rule those out. But yeah. <laughs> one thing that's really interesting is that um, is that the reaction of the fans, are both on social media and elsewhere on Vox Pops and mm-hmm. in different areas, has been universally positive about Poch. And it's 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 I've found it quite heartwarming. Now you could say it's mawkish and you can say it's a little bit sentimental, but he has delivered them some of the best memories they'll mm. have as fans mm. in probably in their Absolutely. lives for a lot of them yeah. because I mean he's been the best manager there for a very 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 long time um, and that shouldn't be discredited and that shouldn't be underrepresented but I should also say though that doesn't mean it wasn't the right thing to move on they might Absolutely. feel like as a club that they've got to hire someone else now to take them onto that even bigger level uh, but if that is the case and that's really kind of the rationale that's being given even sort of subconsciously by Daniel Levy well the time has come the time for excuse making is now officially over yeah, yeah. I, I find it extraordinary that Jose Mourinho with that trophy cabinet of his is even at Manchester United he, they, they finished second mm. in the league they won trophies I know we, we Europa League yeah. absolutely a European trophy no the less. biggest game in their history indeed and they, they, the that, that unprecedented treble um, <laughs> but, uh, count them uh, Hold your fingers up and yeah. count them. Community Shield. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I forget the other two. But, uh, but, but the, the, the reaction of the Spurs fans getting him shows you what, what people think of Mourinho yeah. in certain parts of the world now. It's an, it is a really, really interesting one because he's, we've never seen this before. He's, he's pretty much always been at a club where he's mm-hmm. been backed with a sort of super budget. It'd be interesting to see if, if, if Pochettino were to go somewhere like PSG where money is no object. Yeah. be interesting to yeah. see how he would adapt to that as well. That's, I suppose yeah. the other side of that coin. But this, so, but this not the point is the point now, no, not that it's not unlimited now because of financial fair play. Mm. You look at the stats that have come off the back of the implementation of financial fair play. I mean, that's but they've certainly got more money to spend than yeah, that, that, that's semantics really. Like, he's going to get he's going to get one of the sort of top line budgets that you can get in world football compared yeah. to Spurs, where he has to sort of balance the books a bit. But it's not very often, Jim, that a manager comes into a club and the manager has been has won more trophies than the entire club in there. Yeah, history. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, again, so, it's, it's 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 testament to what Pochettino's done there because. Before he was there, 
we didn't talk of Spurs being a big club. They've got one of the best stadiums in the world now. They they are you know seen as being a, a regular in, in European football, and and obviously as Pete alluded to, Mourinho's stock has fallen a bit as theirs has risen. But it is, I mean, it's Pochettino's legacy is potentially going to be there forevermore. hundred percent. Well, 100%. well 100%. with regards to Jose Mourinho, Graham Souness believes it's the perfect fit for Tottenham. So that's the end of that. Right. Although apparently Brendan Rodgers was first choice. Where did you read that? Because I couldn't find that. I, re- I read it everywhere. <laughs> I read it all over Levy's face. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> we, we were did you read that Bre- <laughs> in a in a, um, a a a framed photo <laughs> bought on Etsy in Brendy Rodgers' house? <laughs> 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 but we we sort of hear this. That, you know, Jose Mourinho comes in and he's sort of like he won't have been even third choice. I don't think. Do you think? Hey, Mourinho? Yeah. yeah no. I think he was uh, a standout first choice. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. They wouldn't so have far. They, they hired him ten hours. Hours after they released a statement, yeah, well, they yeah but they, don't, they, they obviously have these conversations before they fire the manager. I think, I think, I think he was, I, I personally agreements. think he was definitely. I think it's somewhere in between what you're saying because obviously Rogers was first choice and he was second choice. Yeah, so yeah. you think Josie Mourinho is going to walk in the room and go, "I want a like a ridiculous Pete, uh, 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 salary." Sorry to stop you, well, Marcus has unilaterally decided that Brendan Rogers was <laughs> first. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, that's yeah, been yeah, reported. Yeah. I think I think a, a really important thing actually. I could bang it out on a blog and it's technically been reported. Exactly. Yeah, Daniel Levy is a very very canny operator and he wants to keep. Spurs front and centre in in the, the profile in in you know with a high profile in football Mourinho brings that they've got a lot of supporters from abroad as well mm-hmm. and it's a, a big part of this is is, is keeping them well, looking like a top club well, we used and, to do and Mourinho our, brings that well, too we used to do our American falling show it's all anyone oh my god yeah. well, it, it was mad Mourinho's right. box office if Pep Guardiola is the best manager in the world then Jose Mourinho is by far the most recognisable manager well his first job his first job is away to West Ham. And will the Spurs fans be singing what they were singing last time I was at um, uh, the um, Spurs Stadium, which is, I think it was last time I was at. Anyway, will they be singing what they sung before uh, when Spurs played Man United, which was to Mourinho, you're not special anymore. Uh, and, will West, so. and will West Ham live to regret that tweet they put out yesterday? Indeed. Oh, what did that, what did I missed that. What did they, they put out a video compilation of Mourinho's failures saying, see you on Saturday. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> they're going to get pumped. I know. <laughs> they're going to get way, absolutely Jim, pumped. That's a West Ham who haven't won a league game yeah. since September. <laughs> yeah. 22nd of September. Last I'm going to call that a low percentage play. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe West Ham did that. Yeah. I mean, part of me loves it, another part of me thought, you know what you're heading for, lads. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you playing at? Yeah. <laughs> well, West Ham, after a fairly decent-ish start to the season, they're 16th on 13 points yeah. um, uh, from 12 matches. Uh, of course, they've lost five in their last seven. They haven't won any of that seven, I don't think. And uh, I wonder if Pellegrini's job's in doubt. And there's there's, there's the odd tiny little rumour linking Benitez to the job. Well, the natives are wrestlers at West Ham for sure. I did a radio show last week and we had a West Ham um, blogger on and he was saying that, you know, we need to be um, realistic because Pellegrini is a manager of amazing pedigree yeah. and, and these things can happen. And the, the, the it's, I think it's quite hard to think of a manager who would have done a better job of blending all those new signings they brought mm-hmm. in now, I know they're going for a wobble and it can be difficult. And it, it, something seems to have changed in quite a big way since they lost 4-0 away to Oxford United in the League yeah. Cup. Yeah. Since then, they've not really recovered, have no. they? Um, so, yeah, I, I think against Newcastle at home particularly and then, and then at Burnley away, they were never really in it. It's, it's, it's troubling times for them. If Benitez is available, and then for me personally, that changes the conversation because mm-hmm. I really rate him. Um, but I, it's a bit, it feels a bit knee-jerk to me at the moment. Yeah. What okay. do you think? No, I agree. I think I think that that has got one uh, nil Spurs win written all over it. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine yeah. that. Own goal. <laughs> and Mourinho's like, the, and well, then Mourinho yeah. afterwards, the Jose era is starting. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I know. The knee slide on the pitch. All one, he'll, he'll come up with something. Are you pleased? I know we keep coming back to it, and we are still. Well, we have to. We're talking about the game. Are you? Are you all pleased that Mourinho's back in the game, or do you find him tedious? Uh, I find I, him tedious. I, I find yeah. him incredibly tedious, and uh, as you can imagine, this is a nightmare for me. This is the two worst things. <laughs> Unless it's <laughs> a disaster, it'd be brilliant. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think you know, I was enjoying the break, to be honest. Yeah. I was enjoying him. Well, this is a, this. No, this I, might I, be I, what, I'm sorry, you can't pass up this. Mm. If this was, if they'd have, I don't know, pinched Nagelsmann or uh, or or, or Allegri gone there, Marcus. Yeah. For this show, there's nothing in it for us with Nagelsmann. Damn right, there's nothing no, in it. Absolutely, no, absolutely right. Not. This but, is what we were. It was either. I don't. I, I can't think. Mourinho or Sven? Do you know what I mean? Like, Peter, <laughs> with Mourinho doing his job on Sky Sports, you, <laughs> do you feel a bit like you could go and have a little window shop when you felt like it? If you felt like a bit of a yeah. Mourinho boost, now yeah. you've been forced to stick it <laughs> to <laughs> live in an all-you-can-eat buffer. Yeah, yeah, exactly, he, was, yeah. he was a funny sort of bully in the background as a pundit. But I, I wonder if Pochettino would do do this thing. I, I suppose this is just a factor of of modern football, just the circumstance of it. When a big manager leaves a job, obviously those jobs are quite high pressured, so they do take a little bit of a break. But whether by design or just by accident those names then hang over every manager who's under pressure at any other big club so mm. be interesting to see what Pochettino does next indeed yeah all, all right. right well why don't we have some emails with PTD you email Time for emails. Hello to Dave. Strap yourselves in for this one. Good day, gents. I'm a long-time listener and a big fan of all of the new Daily Ramble shows, but I rarely have anything to contribute until now. Around a month ago, you mentioned uh, on your show a story about a footballer, possibly Dutch, who uh, who attempted to uh, treat a broken ankle by slathering mustard on it. Right. Like a mm. delicious foot-based hot dog. Well, that, that seems like an extension of the Felix Magat treatment yeah, for cheese, Brother Hangerland. Yeah, cheese, yeah. Cheese, yeah. Um, I work as a health researcher at an Australian university and this got me curious about whether there are actually any benefits of mustard therapy to your typical athlete. And spoiler alert, <laughs> apparently there is yes. Really? Oh. Yeah. Mustard contains a natural steroid called uh, homoprasinilidolide, I think it's called. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it occurs at a natural rate of approximately 30 nanograms per individual mustard seed. Mustard seeds themselves weigh approximately uh, very small grams. It doesn't really yeah. matter. There's like a zero, loads of zeros after the dot. Uh, mistakenly referred to as the smallest seed by Jesus. Don't have a go at Jesus. Yeah. Um, and you would need <laughs> about 49 mustard seeds for one gram of mustard seed. Uh, of, of this stuff the average jar of mustard takes around mm-hmm. a thousand seeds to produce which means that for every 20 or so jars of mustard you have successfully consumed one gram of homo brassinilidolide um, <laughs> so how much do I need to become Arnold Schwarzenegger I hear you ask <laughs> well I could find precisely one study where this mustard as a steroid experiment was attempted uh, and it suggested an ideal dose of 60 milligrams per kilo of body weight each day for 21 days which is apparently uh, meaning that you need to consume somewhere in the region of 85 jars of mustard per day every day for three weeks and that would uh, yield a 70%, 70% uh, increase in grip strength if you are in fact an adult rat so any <laughs> adult rat <laughs> it would get up your nose Pete wouldn't it any adult rat I'm thinking of the ham you have to uh, eat with it yeah. bodybuilders want to get involved get eating those mustard seeds guys alright mustard yeah, Marcus, Why? you don't like condiments you don't like anyway. Condiments, you don't but, like but, taste. But you can't, you can't just eat mustard. I mean, unless you're Alan Partridge. You, 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 I mean, a teaspoon of mustard is a killer. Yeah, I used, really? to, I used to have a um, board game when I was a kid called Dare. Obviously outlawed now. Mm, but yeah. The challenges would be stuff like 
eat a teaspoon of mustard. Yeah. Eat a teaspoon of salt. The cinnamon and, challenge. And the, yeah, and the mustard one was by far the hardest. <laughs> well, ab- and by the way, I did a Ramble Meets this week with Gary Lewin. And he one said, of, one he of said the, don't just eat mustard. One of the <laughs> finest physiotherapy minds this country in the sports ever produced. Mm. And mustard was not mentioned once. Oh, yeah, so draw your own conclusions. Oh, either he's a fraud or... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though, Luke, has he ever managed a team of adult rats? Yeah. I didn't, didn't get to it. I'm just we saying they're, they're affordable... Um, the, they're scalable everyone's got <coughs> access to rats they're everywhere well, yeah. let's start a, a, fo- a professional football league some of those players have been referred to as rats by the mm. tabloids yeah. True. C- can yeah. I just say that on, well, just well, I'll mention it because I just thought of it with Gary Lewin when we ramble meets him he's such a lovely man mm-hmm. that after the ramble meets mm. he did a sports injury clinic with me and Sam Oh. Oh. He showed us the stretches we need to do, all sorts. Really, all, all for free. Yeah. And then, well, that's the invoice. Did you, I mean, did you, feel, <laughs> did you feel bad because that time you laughed at him when he got injured on the touchline against Italy at the World Cup? Yeah. Did, did, did you no cut the audio it? of that in? Did no mention we it? We got an email, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you listen, though, uh, Ruben from Ann Arbor. Uh, when do the betting markets open for Michael Carrick returning as caretaker manager in 2022 when Mourinho uh, Malays kicks in after winning a trophy in 2021? Rude. Yeah. Rudy. Oh. Uh, that was emails. When you get to the show, it's shortfootballramaldaily.com. Love it. Love it. Now it's time for a break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Yeah, don't forget to subscribe to to Football Ramble Daily wherever you get your pods so you don't miss an episode. There's something in there for everyone. And if you want to be super smart and be one of our favourite listeners officially, you need to get involved on the Patreon. Mm. It's patreon.com forward slash Football Ramble Daily. There's all sorts of available extras for you, including membership of our Discord for just $5 a month. That's less than the price of a coffee in London. Can't complain about that. Um, and one other thing I wanted to say very quickly is, are we going to do Man City-Chelsea next? Oh, yeah. That's how big a week it is. Yeah. Man City-Chelsea yeah. no. is in the second half. Yeah. I can't believe it. Narrative aside, this is a thigh rubber. I mean, oh. it's not, 
because obviously what's going to go on at West Ham. Um, well, the but, thigh rubber is West Ham versus Spurs. Well, it has to be. We can, well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. It has to be. Yeah, but this is still, a, you still rub your thighs somewhat, Jim. Mm. Well, but one. you're more looking at the dugout, aren't you? With West Ham. Well, no, Spurs. West Ham Spurs are massive games. No, but, yeah. But, Scott, I mean, yeah, but, but Sky Sports do a dugout on the pitch. Hang on, one at a time. On the pitch, this is, this is, you know, this is surely a better game. Will Mourinho be wearing a suit or a, or a tracky top? Yes. It'll be a tracky top, won't it? You remember, you remember Diego Cam? Look at that Mourinho Cam, couldn't they? could they? do, yeah. Do you know what? Diego Maradona is parted ways with him, Nassia. He, he has. It was on the same day as Pochettino. I thought, oh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> you know, this <laughs> seems to be just a coincidence, and Maradona it obviously turned out to be. Maradona leaving a job. Marcus, careful. There are, there are drinks in the studio. Right? <laughs> yeah. Drop them or knock them yeah. over with excitement. <laughs> Marcus also, um, was the same publication you read that Maradona is linked to Spurs, the same one that said that Brendan Rodgers is linked to Spurs. It yeah. could have been. It could have been. Yeah, he apparently Maradona left because there was some sort of um, boardroom election and his ally uh, in the boardroom didn't uh, didn't win. So I was like, right, I'm off. Was his ally um, a huge bag of uh, cocaine? Yes. When you say <laughs> yeah. ally, do you mean alibi? multi-purpose fixer I would imagine alright then well uh, Manchester City do play Chelsea uh, and uh, the the evening kickoff on Saturday Uh, and of course Chelsea um, some of their players are are rather buoyed by um, international break and so on Tammy Abraham Mason Mount we're looking at you said to be on cloud nine after their first goals for England apparently Tammy Abraham was I think I don't know if Mason Mount filmed him or, or photographed him, but Abraham was watching the highlights back. I mm. sh- assuming maybe in the hotel later. Yeah, and he was like properly celebrating his goal. For oh, England. you would be, yeah. which is wonderful. Yeah, it's an amazing, amazing feeling. Surely, I would. Im- obviously, I imagine I've never scored for England. Uh, I'm not the nuge, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, this is such an exciting game. Suddenly, this, I, do you think there's going to be a lot of goals in this? This feels like a potential ding dong to me. Mm. I'm, I'm kind of put in the mind of when Maurizio Sarri's. Chelsea went to Man City and, and got, got absolutely paddling. destroyed um, 6-0. Aguero got a hat-trick, didn't he, that day? Mm. Um, but obviously a lot has changed since then. It will be an interesting test of Frank Lampard's credentials because they've improved a great deal, but mm-hmm. people still have um, a few concerns about what they're like defensively and of course they'll be tested to the limit here. I, I think that was that that's been leveled to Man City recently as well, to be fair. So it's kind of it's, 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 it become Pete. We'll see goals, I reckon, in this one. It's become increasingly baffling. And I don't know what the rest of you guys think about that for, for, for City to go into this season with with the with the centre back options they've got. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and it just looks it just looks like a massive, massive own goal. I mean they find themselves nine points behind Liverpool now. Now I know that they were able to overturn a deficit around Christmas last season. Um there are other factors in this now. And if they get even just one more injury at, mm. uh, defensively, I mean, they're in big, tr- big mm. trouble. It's, I mean, it's, all, uh, it's always likely, isn't it, that you're going to be without uh, one of your sort of key players for a season. You, c- you can't ever expect to not have that sort of misfortune come your way. So it does seem really surprising given how well City are run and how meticulous Pep Guardiola is. There's no excuses, there's no yeah. excuses to not to have. But if, I guess if Pep just doesn't see anyone out there that he, that he, he Maybe thinks he... I mean, I, I know they were in the market for Maguire and stuff, but I don't know. It looks to me like he, he's kind of second-guessed himself because you could easily say, well, Guardiola has got a track record of being able to manufacture a centre-back from somewhere, yes. right? And, and <clears throat> Barcelona, he turned Mascherano into one. Mm. He's brought young players through. Mm. And he might have taken a look at the young player options he had at, at the start of the season and thought, mm. one of those can step up or I can change. And put, I mean, it was the it was the biggest open secret in football that Fernandinho was probably going to go there. Yeah. It's not really happened for them. And the reason it's not really happened is, is because um, 
Rodri has been injured mm. and, and and every other option in that holding midfield role doesn't bring to the team what Fernandinho brings. They're either not as good in tight spaces mm-hmm. or they don't have a defensive mindset and Fernandinho has both those things at a very, very high level. So it, what's happening when they move Fernandinho there, who, who's 34, it, it kind of leaves them short elsewhere. It does, yeah. Well, you'd think in January that they would surely go after a centre-half, but yeah. then... Um, but then everyone will know they're after a centre half mm, and will makes we'll, it harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. put the price way up. I feel I feel sorry for Christian Pulisic. This is the sort of game that you, as a footballer, you want to play, in. Yeah. and uh, obviously he's he's just been getting better and better. He's found his um, his place in the team, and, and and it looks like he's going to miss out due to a hip injury. So, right, it's a shame. bit of a shame. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I like. Sorry, Mark. It's very very quick. Mm. I was going to say there's a lot of, lot of heat and a lot of chat around Eric Garcia, the young Spanish centre back for 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 City. Mm. Um, and people, I think people were expecting to see a bit more of him. Uh, I think he's only featured once in the Premier League as a mm. substitute so far, mm. and it looks like they're going to line up with Fernandinho and Stones at the back again. It's like, well, well, you, I don't know. You've got to. I, I suppose you've got to expect that Guardiola knows his squad well enough to know when someone is. He knows nothing, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> and if you put if you put him in, he just looks like he's flapping. Pep Guardiola. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something now. Pep Guardiola, when he looks back on his managerial career, he's going to say, "I wish I listened to the football ramble more." Well, Absolutely. I think genuinely, actually, though, the problem is. Even in a situation like this, it's not it's, enough people listening to the football well, rumble. Well, there's not, there's that. Yeah. But Tell there's your friends, subscri- like and subscribe. Please. It's another, it's another sliding doors moment, isn't it? Obviously, Guardiola's had a lot of success at, at City, and they've done a lot of impressive things. But we all know that the first choice was Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> to be centre back, are now starting it's to a appear. Spectre at the feast, isn't it? <laughs> to be spe- to be centre back for City. Yeah, yeah. there's the proof. Oh, there's some him. national newspapers yeah. saying. It's the sun. Yeah. It's the sun. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of stuff, Mark. It's got the metro as well. Might even read that muck. That's, that's really the most it. important thing when you're hosting a show. Just yeah. Scroll through, find the link. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, yeah. you had the last laugh. Well, I'm just saying it was reported. I'm going to ramp up the goal for Gold difficulty. Please, oh, it's going to be a Pompey or an Arsenal player. But Chelsea, Peter, are conceding a, a fair few goals. They're scoring a lot of goals, but they're conceding. But Manchester City are comfortably the top scorers in the league. Mm. So therefore, even though this this could be a, a bit of a ding dong, you have to have Man City as favourites, of course, because I mean, well, the reason why they're the champions for crying out loud, yeah. and they're obviously um, ahead of, of Chelsea. Uh, but but looking at the stats as well, Chelsea, the form team in the league, though they are. They've won their last six, yeah. maybe maybe more than that. Tammy Abraham away from home is some sort of goal machine as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Well, Man City, they will need to to win, of course, to keep up with with Leicester and Liverpool. But what a chance for Man City, you know, because they will be favourites against against Chelsea, whereas Liverpool are away to Crystal Palace, and mm. that is that is a place where people can drop points. Of course, <laughs> usually it's Crystal Palace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crystal Palace are better. Am I, am I right in saying Crystal Palace They're, are better away from home? They are away from home, yeah. which is why Roy Hodgson, I think, is. Um, putting up signs saying welcome to Anfield <laughs> yeah. around yeah. the ground to hoodwink his players yeah. a big near problem. four sheet of paper just saying the cop just want to hold it up yeah. Yeah. yeah a big problem Palace have got is they've only had four different goal scorers in the Premier League this season it's yeah. like that is imagine, that imagine if Palace and Liverpool walk out at Sillers Park and the first thing you hear is <laughs> you know when you walk <laughs> <laughs> oh, well it's the Roy Hodgson derby of course at Selhurst Park yeah Liverpool Hall of Famer and soon to be Crystal Palace Hall of Famer you'd say so wouldn't you yeah. you would say Oh, you should also take this opportunity, Marcus, Mm -hmm. in some way to, um, I mean this sincerely, I'm not trying to take the piss, that I was wrong about Wales. 
You were yes. wrong about yeah. Wales. Yeah, well, Wayne Hennessy kept a clean sheet against Hungary. He oh, did. He made, pulled off a couple of really decent he saves. Did. Quite an important time. I was yeah. enjoying that. They, I mean, they shouldn't have let him make those saves. <laughs> but yeah. it's still credit. End of the day, what, what, were you, what, was it, what was I worried about? Yeah. What yeah. were there? you worried about? Absolutely delighted for Wales. So Aaron great. Ramsey, hey? Mm. Yeah. Coming back in the side. Do you know I, I, what was funny with the, with the first Wales goal, actually? Was when Bale whips in a beautiful cross and Ramsey meets it, which is what a combination, those two. That's exactly You just want to see that over and over again. Exactly what you want. They, would have thought to defend headers. No, uh, indeed. Um, but the way the way they all ran over to celebrate was like, yes! <laughs> and then Ramsey was like, hang on a minute, we're only 15 minutes in. Yeah. We, we need a win here. Right, yeah. everybody quickly. I bet's not... going to get another. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it when uh, Bill, well, he got a third, didn't he? So, yeah. so annoying that. Well, I liked it when uh, Bill uh, swore, said the F word in a, in a post-match. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the flag as well. Mm. The flag. The Wales, 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 Madrid. Golf Madrid yeah. in that order. Well, that's, well, that's what I think it was one of the, one of the um, Real um, sponsors newspapers yeah. one with uh, and I think that's been turned into a t-shirt what a t-shirt yeah. Yeah. I'd buy that but have you seen there's amazing footage going around that cameraman Sam sent me of Gareth Bale um, and I think possibly Joe Allen spotting the flag in the crowd <laughs> pointing to it and just openly cracking up at it it's, like, it's, it's amazing <laughs> well, and then they got it down because they had it yeah. in front of the team it's, it's an I mean, incredible like, power the move the thing is they, they you, didn't need to bring it down no, in front of the team like no. point at it and laugh if you want to know what um, Real Madrid <laughs> think about it listen to yesterday's OTC yeah exactly yeah. because <laughs> Lars and Andy think it's hilarious yes <laughs> are they angry about it well I think Real Madrid are angry because Bale hasn't been fit for six Real Madrid games right. and all of a sudden he's yeah. perfectly fit for Wales it's two inspirational performances but, and then takes the, openly takes the piss at the biggest club in the world but, in front of the world's media but didn't, Zidane, <laughs> but didn't Zidane say on this one he said he's fit but he's not playing on the last uh, on the last uh, well, it's, like the whole, it's like the whole Ronaldo thing at Juve, Ronaldo's now decided the most important thing to Cristiano Ronaldo is to break the international goal. Yeah. Right. So he's essentially mugging Juventus off, yes. who, by the way, are paying him 30 million euros a year. I mean, but to be fair, it's not doing Beckham mugging off LA Galaxy to come back and, and do like media. Oh, 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 and a Newcastle. Oh, and a Newcastle. This is two of the biggest clubs in the world getting yeah. mugged off. Yeah. I love yeah. it. A lot of time for I that. I love it if, if, if Gareth Bale scores a winning goal in the Euros next summer. And for his celebration, pulls his Welsh shirt up and he's got a Real Madrid shirt underneath. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. are you talking? Uh, I, I, well, don't, I don't think Palace will be able to put... If you want any kind of serious point from me, which I'm, I'm assuming you do, you might yeah. not, uh, I don't think Crystal Palace can deal with Liverpool. No. Well, uh, at the time of recording, Andy Robertson and Mo Salah are both doubts. I still don't think Crystal mm. Palace can deal with Liverpool. And uh, Sadio Mane and Roberto Firmino and Alisson and Van Dijk. <laughs> mm. I'm going to go Klopp. with this. Hang, <laughs> on. Hang, on. Hang on. Keep going. Still got, I, still got enough. I probably still don't think Palace can deal with Liverpool. Is Lallana on the bench or not? I don't know. <laughs> I assume he will be. Uh, Andros Townsend Peter was saying before the game that uh, they need to be at their best to beat Liverpool. But he think that they can do it. <laughs> Tell me Brighton right back and I might change my mind. <laughs> well, I mean, I you know, Liverpool... Obviously, uh, it'd be interesting because Man City could drop points to Chelsea. It's probably more likely. Mm. So uh, interesting uh, times at the top as it, as it often is. But, uh, you know, can Roy the boy throw a spanner in those title race works? Yeah, we, we've, we've he, said would, it, he, he would can't. enjoy it. He I would wanted Jim to give his enjoy. point of view. Yeah, uh, I don't think he can. You no. don't think I don't so. think he's the type did, to throw spanners around. No. <laughs> Jim, a gentleman. Jim, did Roy Hodgson walk alone as Liverpool manager? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did, didn't he? So he yeah. would love to get one over on them, I'm sure. I'm even sure though he's would. too polite to say, he, even though he's like a massive um, patriarchal owl, mm -hmm. yeah. he would still like to get one over on them. Even yeah. if he just celebrated at home on his own with yes. a glass of wine with his wife yeah. and, and a, didn't say and anything publicly, uh -huh. he would love it. And some, <laughs> and some poetry in five different languages. Yeah, and yeah, what sort of mouse? Like a field mouse. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just, look, you know, whichever unlucky thing this weekend, is under his gaze. This weekend, one thing for certain is Eric Dyer's going to be starting for Spurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's loving that appointment. Could, but anyway, could, could we, Mourinho push for an emergency loan move for Marion Fulani? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're all thinking. Yeah. Sissoko right back. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, he's anywhere. Yeah, no doubt. Honestly, Mourinho going to Spurs, Eric Dyer's thinking, oh, I might get that Euro squad. I am going to get some playing time. Uh, but there we are. All right, what about Betway's fourth to score then, guys? Um, it's it's free, of course. All you've got to do is pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches each round. If you're correct, you can win up to £250,000. It's rolled over and over and over. It just shows you that it's not just us being useless. No one has been <laughs> able to do it for a decent while now. So get over to betway.com forward slash four to score. That's slash the number four and then to score for your chance to play for free. Of course, you must be over the age of 18 and um, do make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. Because there's four games and there's four of us, we do a game each. Regular listeners know it works by now. Jim, I'm going to come to you for the aforementioned Crystal Palace v Liverpool. Yes, I've gone for Sadio Mane uh, just because he is a goal machine this season and most seasons. And um, as we've discussed, I think Liverpool are going to have a bit too much for Palace. Do you know what, Jim? You don't need to explain yourself because 100% of our correct selections on this show have been by you. Oh, mm-hmm. So you stick, you stick your player out there, mate, and yep. we, just, we just move on. Uh, <laughs> Pete, you've got Brighton v Leicester. I have got Brighton v Leicester and I've gone for uh, Shane Duffy. Scores a few goals on his, uh, on his disc on his five bonds. last season. He's on one at the moment. With his bonds he normally? Could pop, he could pop up. So and Brighton not scoring a lot. Leicester's scoring a lot. You go yeah. for a Brighton defender. Why wow. you, when you disrespect outrageous. a man like Brendan Rodgers who marks his presence, <laughs> a team that are on the verge of the Premier League title. We, we've already proved that we can't do this, Marcus. Yeah. So let's just, so why not, let's try, yeah. let's not try even more? Oi. I am literally trying, you mess. All right. <laughs> you mess. If Shane Duffy scores, <laughs> it'll definitely be off the dome piece. Spicy, isn't um, it? Too much spice in this show. Man City, it's a spicy meatball. It's a spicy meatball. We've had mustard, we've had spicy meatballs. Six games in the last three games for Brighton so you know they're doing alright six goals in the last three six, games six goals not yeah. six games in the last three games <laughs> well, that'd be no, exhausting no, I'm um, <laughs> I've got Man City Chelsea I've gone for Sergio Aguero I, I very, I'm, I'm going to regret saying this but I very nearly went for Tammy Abraham here oh. but I, I reverted to type Marcus you have got um, Sheffield United v Man United and I believe you've got a yet another spicy meatball to bring to the table indeed Mr Mousset oh. yeah I think so he's, he's, he's created a few uh, of late he's due a goal he scored a few this season. They've been very tight at home. As they well, have been they? very tight at home, yeah. I think you've got to have Sheffield United favourites this game. I think so. Um, so that's four to score. If all those players score first in their respective games, we will win at least a share of £250,000, which we will be given to charity as much as it will pain us. Um, so yeah, get involved. Uh, Betweb.com forward slash four to score. It's free to play, but do bet the responsible way. Indeed. Now it's time for Go For Glow! So the is on and the time is right. Hello, it's time for Coin for Gold. Just grabbing my uh, clue from my phone. Uh, in I, I've basically done a screenshot of the email, so it's all among my weird pictures in my gallery. Oh. I've got a man who's selling a... Uh, a mattress on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Right. Yeah. He's on it as well. He's on it as well. Uh, also for sale, some used tights uh, and uh, a used delivery bag. So I'll bang those later on uh, and uh, they'll be delivered to the studio post haste. But now it's time for Going for Claude. Thank you to Daniel James, not that one, for uh, the uh, clues on this one. I was born in Edinburgh, Scotland in 1971. Stop. Edinburgh. Stop. I'm just going to stick it out there, chaps. Mm-hmm. Gary McAllister. No. Ooh, nice. Nice Good shout, though. I'll have Gary Mackay. 
<laughs> He'd probably be able Stop. to. No. John Harks. No. In Edinburgh, isn't he American? <laughs> I think he was. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm thinking of John Collins for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> if it's John Collins, it's John that doesn't Collins, count. That's no. a nightmare, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, uh, I played over 300 Premier League games from 1995 to 2005. How many? 300. 10 years stint. Mm, not bad. So what, were the, what were the years again? Uh, 95 to 2005. Might be a household. Edinburgh, Edinburgh mm. you say. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. I have three Scotland under-21 caps to my name, two Scotland B caps, and the solitary full international cap given by none other than Craigie Brune. Stop. Tony Hibbert? No. This is in Marcus' wheelhouse. Massively. Right in your wheelhouse, Marcus. Tony Hibbert's English. He only had one Scottish cap. What's wrong with me today? You only had one full Scotland cap, did you say? Yeah, that's what he said, under Craig Mm. Brown. Yeah, okay. Mm. I've noticed that's a bit of a delaying tactic from Spells. Yeah, he loves that. Yeah, he loves, loves a bit of that. What was that? Yeah. Outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> Play acting. Yeah. Can you repeat the winding question? Down the, <laughs> winding down the clock. Uh, I won a runners-up medal in the FA Cup final in 2003. Ooh. That's a good clue. Southampton. Southampton good, Arsenal. Good clue. Yeah. Mm. I moved north of the border in 2005, where I won back-to-back SPL titles in 2006 and 2007. Fucking, it's out of order. I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to memorise Southampton players. Don't All right. No. Don't worry about it. I st- uh, stop Stephen Davis. That's not Stephen Davis. I just no. wondered if he had like it's a... Norman Irish. No, yeah. I know, but I wondered yeah. if there was some sort of little quirky thing. But it was bridge. Could have been over the Boris Bridge. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> um, I started my career at Luton and was picked up by big Ron Atkinson. That's not a word that we usually use for him nowadays. Uh, in the summer of 1995 to sign for Coventry City. Started the career at Luton stop. and then went to Coventry City under Ron Atkinson. Alex Ray? Not Alex Ray. He's played no. more for Scotland. Um, but good that you've chosen a player that could fit the brief. <laughs> this is, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. It feels, this is one of these nightmare ones where it feels like you should get it, but I've not mm, got a clue. Yeah. This, this season, the, the listeners have been too good at this. Yeah, they yeah. really have. It's been brilliant. Um, following Coventry's relegation in 2001, I was signed by my ex-teammate Gordon Strachan, who converted me from a right midfielder into a right back. So this is the Chris Kirkland team at Coventry. Mm-hmm. And um, I think... If he went on to play for Southampton, I think he might be a midfield player. Well, he's, he just said went from right midfield to right back. Oh, sorry. Converted by Strachan. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't listen to it, Pete. I don't uh, listen to it. Okay. But that, that's Scotland case, so he's obviously... That was the final clue. Oh, what? was it? I yeah. oh, fucking hell. No. Give us another one. He has t- two legs. <laughs> Although, I don't know whether he might have lost one. Yeah. Give us his first name. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I don't know. Uh, Gordon. It's not Gordon Bennett, is it? Um... That was your clue, Mark. <laughs> uh, so what was the last clue? Go on, repeat so I've got a bit more Following time. Following Coventry's relegation relegation 2001, I was signed by Gordon Strachan, my ex-teammate, who co- converted me from a right midfielder into a right back. Ex-teammate? Because Strachan, Strachan was, was oh, player manager. Played quite Coventry. late, didn't he? Um, and so he won the... T- oh, oh, my goodness. I'm going to give you the answer. Go on. I am Paul Telfer. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's oh. Ramson. It is Ramson. Yes. Yes. Oh, Lovely. Gutting. So, uh, well done to... Let me up my phone again. Daniel James for those fantastic Well done clips. to Paul Telfer. That yeah. was, that was uh, going for gold. Could have been Paul my Telfer God. emailing about Daniel James. It could have been. Yeah. I don't think I would have got that at all. No. no. I think we could have been here until next Friday. Mm. Yeah. Fortunately, we're not going to be that. No. Well, ladies no. and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the preview show sponsored by Betway. I'm back tomorrow with Jonathan Wilson for Greatest Games in association with the Blizzard. Get your lug holes around that. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. <laughs> Jose Mourinho, you've already <laughs> stole the show. You are the special one and you don't know Whoa, whoa. Jose Mourinho. Thanks, Peter. And thanks, Jimmy. Cheers. We love you, Josie. We love you back anytime. Josie, we're ready. Harley's keeper, lid on it. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.